All right, so Ephesians chapter 1, let's turn to verse 13, verse 14. I'm going to read it and then we'll open up in a, um, in words of prayer. Not just a word of prayer, because then that would be a very short prayer. Demi is shaking her head. All right. So, um, so as you, as you turn there, I'll read first, first Ephesians. Ephesians, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 to 14. In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed with him, in him, with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that we have. Um, to, to look at these two short verses. Uh, I just pray that you would just, uh, just help me communicate it clearly and accurately. Um, I just pray that if anyone's, anyone who is here and, and their heart, their heart may be heavy or, or, or something may be on their, their mind. Um, I just pray that you would, um, relieve that for them, uh, even if just for this short moment of time so that as we look at your word, um, it would just bring clarity. It would bring um, just a renewed um, vigor and, and energy uh, as we look at the spiritual blessings that you've given us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus for your glory and for your honor. So help us to understand what we're going to look at tonight. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. All right. So who's been for the first three parts of Ephesians so far. There's part one, but this is part four. No one. Who's heard any of Ephesians that we've gone through? Okay. Three people. All right. So I was just talking to the walls. All right. Okay. No one remembers. All right. Okay. So in Ephesians chapter chapter 1 verse 13 it says in him you also who remembers who Paul was addressing in chapter in verse 12 when he said to the end that we who were first to hope in Christ the Jews all right so now Paul is bringing it back to the Gentiles um, and not just specifically to them but he's just tying in everyone now because he's just making that point in chapter in verse 12. Now he's bringing the Gentile believers back in, saying, now, in, in him, you also, um, after listening to the message of truth. Now there's two basic actions that are taking place in this statement. Now, of course, the obvious one is listening, right? After listening to the message of truth. The second one that may not be as obvious is proclaiming, Right? Because you guys are hearing me now, right? Hopefully. Are you? Oh, no. You guys checked out already. It's only been like two minutes. Okay? But you guys are hearing me, right? And you're hearing me because I'm what? Because I'm speaking. Okay? Um, so after listening to the message, you, so if you, you don't have to turn there. Uh, this just, connects beautifully, I believe. In Romans 10, uh, verse 6, 
verses 10 through 14 talks about those who who can respond to the gospel, those who have not heard it, and 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 the uh, the need for it to be proclaimed. So in Romans 10, verse 10 through 14 says, For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes in him will not be disappointed, for there is no distinction between Jew and Bohemian, for the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call on him. For whoever call on the name of the Lord will be saved, even if it's your neighbor that you really don't like, or that person in your class that you just can't stand. Verse 14, how then will that person that you really can't stand call on him whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And that word preacher is more of a word that means proclaim, proclamation. So after listening to the message of truth, which we all have, I'm just making that general assumption, right, from Sunday school, at home, at school, religious studies, we've all heard this message of truth and we'll get to an understanding of what this message of truth is. But there's two things happening. There's a listening and there's a proclaiming. And so are we who have heard this message of truth proclaiming this message of truth to our peers, to the people that we're in school with, that by their lifestyle, we can tell that, I don't know if they've heard it, but if they have, it really hasn't made a connection from what we can see. And so just a real quick challenge that can just easily be missed here um, is that we who have heard this message of truth also be the ones who proclaim it as well so that others who have listened to this message of truth can hopefully, potentially uh, uh, um, receive Christ as well so that it can be their gospel of salvation as the latter part says. And him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. What is the gospel? When you hear the gospel, what is the gospel? Good news. Okay, good news. All right. Um, good news in the Greek is you on gelion, right? Now, if you've listened to, I think, I don't know if it's Lecrae or if it's um, 116 Click, but in one of their songs, they talk about like the proto you on gelion. Okay, you guys are like, what uh, are you guys saying? I don't know what Michelle are talking about. You? That's 116? Okay, but it's just like, what? You on Galeon? All right, so anyway, that is that means good news. Um, and that's the translation of gospel. Um, but what is the good news? Can you guys, what is the good news? Can you Can you say the good news? Can you describe what the good news is? What is the good news? Is it like happy news, the truth? Yeah. But what? However, I mean, salvation. Salvation by what? Salvation. Christ died for our sins. And he, okay, he rose from the dead. 
He paid the penalty for our sin, and the penalty for our sin was what? Death. Death and hell, eternal destruction. All right. So the good news, the good news is, Jesus paid the penalty for our sin, which is death, right? And He paid that on the cross, so that if we, yeah, so that if we believe in Him, we are forgiven of our sins, and we have eternal life. And the better, I, I should say better, but the the glorious step is that He rose from the grave, so that we have power now over in Him over sin and death. Yes, which is sin. You know what I mean? It's just, can you, that's amazing. You got, I don't know. It's amazing, but it is. So there, okay, so this is the gospel he's talking about. In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, and the message of truth is the gospel, and the gospel is the good news. All right, sweet. You guys are there with me. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I had like PowerPoint stuff, and I just totally skipped over that, but that's, that's okay. Um, so God has blessed us. And what was Paul talking about from verses 1 through 12, if you remember? Something, something that starts with B. What's Paul talking about? Blessings. Okay. Alright. So, so where's these blessings? Blessings in the... Try not to get distracted by my, my armpits. What? Angels? I'm trying to help that. And where were angels predominantly? Okay, heaven, right? So, so I was talking about the spiritual blessings that we've been blessed with in the heavenly places, right? And who? And Jesus, okay, and Jesus, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying, I'm just trying to stimulate as much as your senses as possible, alright? Without losing my train of thought as well, alright? So God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, um, and so here, Paul, Paul is about to, Paul is about to talk about another one, okay? It says, you were sealed in him. Who is the him? Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. With the Holy Spirit of what? Promise. It's starting to get Pentecostal here. The word sealed, the word sealed in the Greek is, now, I'm not just saying like Greek stuff. So you can be like, oh, Mr. Lino is Greek, because I don't. Okay? But it just helps us to understand what the words mean. Because, because in, you know, in our English translation, we have a certain meaning of a word. Right? Like in verse 11, they talk about inheritance. And, and traditionally speaking, we think of, hey, you know, that's when I get my parents' stuff, you know, when they die, you know? But it's not, it's like, no, my parents are going to die! Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, normally that's what we think of, right? But that, but in verse 11, that word inheritance was talking about us being a lot, you know? Um, us being made an inheritance. So, so that's why I say certain things in Greek so that we can truly understand what the word is. So that word that's sealed, uh, means secure, to mark. Um, <laughs> Justin? Alright. See that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's only because I asked him his name like earlier this, this evening. That's why I know. Alright, Justin, you come on. Come on. Well. Can you assist? Yes, you are. You are assisting me right now. Um, 
All right, so, Bob, this is a horrible... Justin. I don't know. Anyway, Justin, sorry. Can you put your hand, can you put your hand up? Alright, there we go. Alright. Okay, now what, what does this say? Hopefully I spelled that right. Yeah, acorn. So now you're stamped and you're acorn. That's who you are. Because I have stamped you as acorn. You can go back and see. Yeah, acorn. Ache, ache, yeah, ache. Right, okay, right. Not, not like a grain of corn. Like, like, a, a, no, not. There's a singer named Acorn? Really? There's, there's a singer named Acorn? Like, like, like the thing of the tree? Oh, that's the singer. Oh. No, acorn, A-C, A-C-O-R-N, acorn, acorn. This is great. I mean, there's like energy. You guys are talking. I gotta bring up acorn more often. <laughs> I just gotta throw it over there. Acorn. Oh, acorn. The person is. If I knew that, I did it from the beginning. Acorn. Acorn, corn, acorn, not a green of corn, and not acorn, the singer. Um, um, isn't there another one named like icon, like another singer? Icon. Oh yeah, that's a group here, yeah, icon. See? Sure, icon, sir. Alright. Alright. It's a lot of depth. On that acorn, a lot of depth. I didn't even have that in my notes, but it's just took over. Spent like three minutes on acorn. All right, I don't know what it is in the Greek, but I'll look that up. Um, so seal is, and you know, in the Greek it means to secure, to mark. Just like you know, I mark Justin, not Bob, as acorn. All right. Um, so it's God's way of stomping us, right? Just coming and just like stomping us and just like, you know. Okay, that wasn't a Pentecostal thing, all right? I wasn't like, I didn't flay him in the spirit. They were saying, you know, just, especially for the web, you know, I'm not slaying in the spirit. Um, but it's God's way of stomping, certifying, right? It's his way of confirming with, confirming us with the Holy Spirit that we are his and that we belong to him and that we are secured in him. So, we who are believers were sealed in Christ with the Holy Spirit of promise. Um, and this was his promise, you know, in Joel, um, Joel, 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 um, Joel chapter 2, 28, 32 talks about him pouring out the Holy Spirit upon his people and that your sons would dream dreams and see visions and stuff like that. And so he's referring to this Holy Spirit of promise that he will pour on us in which he did, um, um, at Pentecost. Verse 14 says, who is given this, who, who is that who? Who do you think that who is referring to? No, who's the who? Which him? No, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. Who is given as a pledge 
His, okay, so in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Say lost you guys once I got off that acorn track, everyone just went. Right. Okay, who is referring to the Holy Spirit who is giving us a pledge of, of our inheritance with a future redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory? So the pure spiritual blessing of us being sealed with God, sealed with the Holy Spirit, is God's initial deposit. And that's what pledge there means in the original language. It means deposit, down payment, first installment. Right? And then, and that is a guarantee to our future completion or the promises of God uh, with our full inheritance. So just think about this. Ladies, think you're married, right? You're married to the guy of your dreams, whoever he is. And guys, you're married to the girl of your dreams, whomever she is. Look, he's smiling. He's like, oh, yeah. I see it now. I see her now. I, I see her. Seriously, he just lit right up. He was just like, oh. so, so you definitely have a girl of your dreams that you would like to marry someday. Which is cool. That's, that's exciting. Um, you know, look at that. See, Donna said, that's so cute. Oh my God. Oh. All right. So, all right. So, so just imagine, right? You are married, right? To this person. All right. And, and you don't know what that day is. The day it's just a normal day, okay? And you're at work, right? Or you're at home, wherever you're at. And then you get this phone call, right? And he calls you and he says, hey, hey, honey, just want to let you know that, you know, I was thinking about you and I just want to let you know that I love you. And, and so, yeah, that's all I was calling for, right? And then he hangs up and you're like, oh, my goodness, it's so sweet. He called, you know, and it's like, you know, it's something, you know, you, then you start thinking, is something special today? Or I don't know, what's today? Today is just the, the 12th of May. I don't know. Um, I don't remember. Uh, and then, you know, ding dong, if you're home, thank you, that was, that was a better song, in fact. If you're home, the bell rings, okay, and you go to the door, and, uh, and it's, then there's flowers. There's either like a bouquet of flowers or, or your favorite dessert or whatever it is, and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, this is him again, so this is like two hours later in the day, and you're like, oh my goodness, he called me, he told me he's thinking about me, he told me he loved me. Guys, yeah, make notes. All right, and then you know, yeah, calling out, oh, wait a, wait a go, piece. Look at these capital eyes. Um, all right, uh, right. Um, so right, and then you start thinking, right? You start thinking, okay, something special is about to happen today, right? And all those were just like initial deposits of, you know, him just confirming things that you know something special is going to happen. And then it probably clicks and you're like, oh, right, today is our anniversary. Oh, today is my birthday. Oh, I can't even wait what he has next planned for me. So, and that in itself is such a, an inadequate, like, comparison to what our promised inheritance is. Um, and that's why he gives it the Holy Spirit, right? Because it's, it, it's an initial deposit, an initial installment to what we will fully experience, what our full inheritance will be when it says, with a review, with a view to redemption of God's own possession. So when we look at Colossians 3.24, I think it's up there, when it talks about this inheritance, um, 
It was not. Colossians 3 and 4 says, Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ you serve. Ephesians 1.18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And then Ephesians 5.5 says, For this you know with certainty that no immoral or impure impure person or covetous man covet covet covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So this is why we're still with the Holy Spirit premise, so that the day of redemption we will truly experience this uh this promise, complete fulfillment of our inheritance in Christ. Um and it's a guarantee. It's a seal. It's like you are acorn. It's a seal. You're a guarantee. You will be an acorn someday. Um just kidding, all right? And in Ephesians 4.30, it says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So that's God, this incredible plan that God has made. Um, is all for that day when everything will be completed in Christ. And so, as I close, we've looked at, we've looked at several blessings, right, that we have in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have seen that um, we've seen that we are his children. We have been adopted into his family, those who place faith in his son. Uh, we've seen that um, that we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of our sins. Uh, we've seen that how we are like lavished, like poured, just like a heavy downpour uh, with grace. Um, on us and and now we see that we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who's giving us a pledge of our inheritance and what we're called to do when you look at that mass phrase to the praise of his glory when Paul began this series he started a blessing he started in verse 3 and he said blessed be and we understood that that word really means like praise so we can say praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And if we just close with verse, the last part of verse 14, where it says, to the praise of his glory. A beautiful doxology that Paul ex- expresses of all the blessings that we have in Christ given to us by God. So, with that, how does that make you feel? You don't have to respond. But how does that make you feel knowing that a full inheritance awaits you? Like, if right now you knew that, man, not that you're looking forward to when your parents pass away or your guardian pass away or whatever, but if you knew that, man, oh, when I turn 35, I'm going to get the car, I'm going to get, I'm going to become like a partner in the family business, you know. Um, When I turn 35, I'm going to get the house. So... The guy he went to find his girl of his dreams. So when I find a girl of my dreams, we're gonna get married and we're gonna live in that house. And he's invited. He's shaking his head. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know it. You know it, right? So just imagine now, like the eternal inheritance that awaits us. And all of that was God's design and creating uh, uh, an opportunity that we all can be exposed to the gospel message 
so that we all have an opportunity to respond, to receive the Son, so that we can uh, be able to experience this full inheritance that awaits us. And so, as I close, will we resolve to commit to praise God and glorify God, not only with our words, but also with our lifestyles, in view of all the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ? And I hope that we, I hope that we would, and I hope that we do, and I know it's not always easy, um, but we are highly blessed, and I don't always think of the blessings that we do have, um, but I just encourage you all, the, especially those who are believers, that um, God did an incredible thing for you to be here today, and, and he wants you to know that you are highly favored, and and what he calls you to do is just to respond with obedience in your lifestyle to him so that he can be glorified and so that he can be praised. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. And is, are there any prayer requests? Like anything you prayer requests? Guys, any prayer needs? You all prayed up? No? Good. School? School starts again? Or oh, just school? Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we'll do that. All right. Let's, uh, I mean, you don't have to bow your heads and you don't have to like close your eyes, all that traditional stuff. So if you're going to get distracted, you need your eyes closed, then do so. If you're not, feel free to keep your eyes open. Um, so let's just pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for uh, this time that we've had to look in your word. And, and sometimes uh, it's, I don't know if I should say this. Sometimes it's it's not always the thing that we want to hear. You know, it's not always like that super, I guess, exciting thing. And that's kind of hard to say because everything about your word is exciting. Yeah, because everything with your word is there for us to learn and, and be taught about. And so, and this is incredibly exciting. Uh, exciting the fact to know that we have accepted your Son as our Lord and personal Savior. Uh, we have this incredible inheritance um, waiting for us. And we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. So we're guaranteed um, this glorious inheritance in Christ. And um, and it is indeed an exciting thing. And I just pray that we would, uh, with this truth, um, just live for you as best as we can um, so that you can be glorified in our lives. And so, Father, as I close this night, I'll just pray for a school, uh, for students here who are in school and, and some who may be in COB. But particularly school, it's crazy. Um, you know, there's just strange people doing strange things. There's pressures to um, to do drugs, to pressures, sexual pressures, pressures to fit in. Um, it's just it's a crazy time. Not that you don't know that. So I just prayed all for the students here that they will stand firm in their faith, um, that they would apply their studies too as well. Um, um, uh, and that ultimately, again, you will be exalted and glorified in their lives at school. And it's your name we pray. Amen and amen and amen.